Welcome back to Scotland Talks, bringing you less stress and more success with the power of joy. I'm Ann Scotland, author, trainer, and emotional well-being specialist. And today I have a special guest for you, and we are going to talk about getting rid of imposter syndrome. What is holding you back in your life, in your work, and what can we do about that? But first, please like and subscribe so I can keep this content coming to you. And check me out on my website, annscotland.com. And check out my new book, Live for Joy, even if you only have a minute or two in the day and you need some words of self-empowerment, something to help you continue living in your best self give you encouragement and inspiration, check it out. It's on Amazon, Bards and Noble. You can see the link pop up here. Check it out and um, let me know your thoughts. Uh, It's an absolutely beautiful book. I think you'll find it intellectually and visually very inspiring. So I'm so happy to have in the studio today with me, Laura Noel. Welcome, Laura. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so much so excited to have you here today um, and just to share with all of you, Laura is an executive business and professional development consultant uh, who works with organizations and individuals to help streamline the business process while maximizing profits. She's incredibly good at what she does. And today she is going to, among other things, talk to us all as professionals seeking to find work-life balance and all the chaos that we've been experiencing, um, how we can snap out of that imposter syndrome and really maximize our potential, our possibilities, our profits. So I cannot wait to hear that. So Mm -hmm. Laura, tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do. Tell us about what you do. Yeah. um, So I am a mindset coach and organizational development consultant. Um, But what I find is even if I go into an organization to help a process or with teams, really the underlying cause of our results and our success starts with us. It's what's going on inside of us that really reflects what's going on outside of us in terms of our results, whether it's on an individual basis or within a team. So um, I'm really passionate about helping people get unstuck. It doesn't matter how successful you are. None of us have all of the answers. All of us have blind spots. I am a coach. I get coached and I hire coaches for different aspects of my mindset and my thinking, different areas of my business, because I can't be an expert in everything. And you know, that's one of the blind spots, one of the things that can keep us in the rat race and, you know, not having that balance in our life is because sometimes we feel like we have to be the go-to person and do everything. So I help people remove those mental blocks that maybe they don't even realize they have um, to help them move further, farther, faster, and just have more impact in the work that they're doing. So I absolutely love your energy and I would love to have you share with our listeners how did you get into what you're doing now? Um, I know you have a unique story and I just love to hear more about it. Yeah, I, I got into what I'm doing now because I was searching for myself, trying to find out what my purpose was. And um, at the time I had been serving in the military for about 27 years. Wow. Um, all throughout my career, I was collecting degrees and certifications, knowing 
that depending on what rank I was when I decided to retire, at some point I would have to retire and get out and figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. <laughs> so I was collecting all these degrees and certifications and thinking, well, I'll pursue my curiosity and something will stick and I'll figure it out along the way. But I was getting increasingly frustrated because I, you know, I was doing really well in my career. I promoted to the top 1%. I couldn't promote any higher. I was a chief master sergeant, which is an E9 in the Air Force. Um, but I was getting more and more restless as I knew that I would have to get out at 30 years. And I was approaching 27 years and I'd had a couple, you know, bachelor's, a master's certificate in the master's. And I just finished yoga teacher certification, just trying to like land on something that would <laughs> stick, trying to find something that I felt passionate about that I could, um, you know, step into. And I started teaching yoga at my work center just for the fun of it. So people I worked with, my colleagues, they would just come at the end of the day once a week and I would teach. But what I was noticing is how people, they just felt better in their mindset. That's what they would tell me. They felt better in their body. They felt more clear. And I said, gosh, if I could put this in a, a curriculum, just bottle it up and teach it to people who might not gravitate toward yoga, I think I'm on to something. Well, I kind of made a decision that that's what I wanted. And I went to a personal development seminar where Bob Proctor was talking. And if you are familiar with him, he's um, really big in you know personal development, human potential and success. And what he was talking about really resonated with me. And I stood up, I said, how do you know when you found your purpose? I'm exhausted. I have all these degrees and certifications and I'm, I just, I don't know what I want to do. And he started asking me some questions and he said, give me your contact information. I have something that I think you'd be really great at. Well, long story short, I started working in his certification program. I oh, wow. became certified to teach his mindset methodologies and within three months, not three years, like I'd planned on previously, I had um, submitted my retirement, got it approved. And within six months, I was doing this full time and um, doing well at it. I mean, I, I rose to the upper levels in, in that organization as an independent coach and consultant. And But more importantly, I got out of the rat race. I mean, I was working 12-hour shifts and commuting back and forth and you know, I just, I was doing well and I was grateful for my career, but I was, I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I felt like I always was, you know, climbing a mountain and thinking I'll be happy when I reach that goal or that next one. It just, it wasn't, something wasn't working anymore. So mm -hmm. this was completely different, a 180 for me. That's amazing. Um, it's so important too, you know, developing that level of self-awareness where you're kind of, you know, we feel like we're pushing up against something and you're like, well, but I don't know what's next or, right. and sometimes people will stay miserable for years or even decades um, and not sort of take the leap. So with calculated risk, I say, as a, you know, coach and consultant myself, it doesn't have to be crazy, but, <laughs> you know, fighting against the fear, fighting against, um, you know, 
something you talk about a lot in your work with um, helping organizations and individuals streamline business, maximize process, which uh, <laughs> profit, the profits process. Exactly. Um, <laughs> right. It is a profits process. I, I love that you had this transformation from working in the military where now you were teaching something kind of similar. What yeah. were you exactly teaching there? And I know you earned, a, you know, all the certifications you mentioned. Um, yeah. What was it you were teaching? So right before I retired, I was a commandant in a leadership school. So it's kind of like the dean of a school. So we, you know, offered college credit. It was an accredited um, organization and I had a team of instructors. So we were teaching leadership to first and second line supervisors and they were getting college credit for that. But we also would go out and, and connect with people, officers and people who outranked us, even junior officers to, you know, teach about leading teams and leading people, people who were kind of new to leadership positions and how could they improve upon that. So, you know, the idea of leadership and teaching and coaching and training, it wasn't foreign to me. I was already doing it in some capacity, but I'd never done it um, on the outside in a corporate organization or with people outside of the military. And so what I learned though, is that they're very similar and the mindset, the bureaucracy that we could come up against, um, even some organizations, civilian organizations compared to some military organizations that really cultivate um, creativity. There's a lot of similarities there too, mm -hmm. but it's interesting. You were talking about that syndrome or that, you know, um, <laughs> how we can kind of get in our own way because when I was starting, I had those fears. Who am I to teach this on the outside? Who am I to coach anybody? Um, what if I fail? I don't, I've never done this before, but I had to learn how to shut that voice down in my mind. And it is a learned skill because we mm -hmm. too often listen to that voice. We look at our mm -hmm. credentials. We look at our past experiences. We look at our mistakes and then we decide normally what we think we can do what we think we're worthy of instead of what's worthy of our greatness. Oh. So it, it really was learning to, to flip that switch, to shut it down, that negative voice, that imposter, those feelings of imposter syndrome down in the moment and redirect my focus. What do I want? It, it's, it doesn't matter how I'm going to get there at this point, but can I even commit to deciding and declaring what it is I even want in the first place. And that's a big wow. deal for a lot of people. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. And, and you work now with, you know, executive businesses um, and individuals, organizations, you're teaching leadership, helping them streamline their business process and maximizing profits. And I think a lot of times when people, when we look at what looks like a successful organization or a successful or entrepreneur, or if you're in an organization or if you are an entrepreneur, everyone seems to sort of have it together sometimes, which is <laughs> generally a misconception. We're all putting on our best face and we forget how many other people and how often people are dealing with this imposter syndrome. And I've worked a lot with um, startup organizations and businesses. I've worked a lot with entrepreneurs, so I see this a lot as a consultant and in my coaching work as well, where there's that self-doubt in so many areas. And, and with entrepreneurs, often even down to like have 
understanding their value and their willingness to charge for what they're worth, which is I'm sure something you've run into before as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, as I've grown in my career, so have my offerings and the people who I serve. Um, But it, it, that whole process was a growth process, even how much do I charge or gosh, what do I feel like my, my time is worth now and reevaluating that and continually reevaluating it because where you start now isn't where you're going to stay. You're going to grow and evolve in your business and what you're doing. So, you know, I absolutely faced feelings where of that imposter syndrome, where I, I would, push ahead anyway and break through it. But then there were times when I, I didn't, uh, where I really, I was I had my foot on the gas and the brake at the same time. And I was self-sabotaging without even realizing it, you know, and it's, it's how our minds wired, you know, it's, we kind of have a set way of being in our beliefs in our subconscious mind And when we start to deviate from that and take on new challenges, like our mind doesn't know that that's a good stress. So your mind will play tricks on you. That, that voice, that negative voice inside your head will start chiming in and getting louder. The more you're trying to make those leaps and bounds. And sometimes it's really subtle to where it'll bring you back to home base, your comfort zone. And you don't even realize it's happening. Absolutely. No, it's so true. It's such an important thing to know and to develop in your personal awareness. So, so what are a couple things that uh, we can do um, for those of us, um, you know, for the people watching today, especially people, entrepreneurs, people starting their own business, or people switching businesses, like you made this tremendous um, professional and lifestyle changeover. So, how can we support the self-esteem when it we need it since it's such, you know, it's like, it's that confidence is what I always tell right. my clients. It's that confidence within that, that that generates confidence in the clients that we're trying to serve. So how do we tap into that when we're just, you know, you have, a, you know, a million butterflies in your stomach or you're just second guessing yourself all the time? What are some tools you can share yeah. with us? Yeah. So first you have to build the image of what it is that you want in your, in your mind, you have to use your imagination and decide, okay, what is it that I want? But not only what is it that I want, who do I want to be? Who do I get to become when I reach that goal or that vision? And you start building that image into your mind. So how does she or he dress or walk or talk or, um, what kind of people do I surround myself with? Um, oh, oh, okay. This is the best part of the, so far of the episode. Hello, sweetheart. Who is this? This is Luna. And she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Luna. Luna. <laughs> okay. Luna, get down. You're so okay. cute. She's like, you got to give All me right. your headphones, mom. Here, I'm going to grab her bone. Okay. No, seriously, this is, this is my favorite part of the new, you know, Zoom culture is because I get, one, we get to see people's real lives and two, we get to see their pets and all, and all my followers know I absolutely love animals. There's oh three gosh. dogs in my office right now. 
we'll see how that goes. But yep. Luna, what a sweetheart. She, of she is. She's a handful. She's a um, nine-month-old blue healer. And, oh, uh, she's beautiful. Yeah. Oh. She requires a lot of um, attention. The <laughs> puppy stage is super hard. The puppy stage is super hard. <laughs> This is this this is all great what you're sharing about you know how how to have these tools to help support our self esteem esteem and 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 start breaking through that imposter syndrome which really is crippling I mean I've I've had people that work um, geniuses from Silicon Valley and my I've had people who with degrees that anyone would just covet <laughs> um, yeah. and then get stuck still around this imposter syndrome, which seems so mind blowing to me, because I'm like, well, if anyone is confident, it should be you, but they're not. So, so yeah, yeah, it's, well, it's interesting, because you could find somebody who has all of the degrees and the accolades, and yet they're not making it happen. They're not creating that value or what Mm -hmm. they want in their life. But then you could have somebody else who doesn't have those advanced degrees or the accolades yet they seem to be making things happen. And it's, it's that wiring in their subconscious mind. So, Mm -hmm. you know, definitely, as I was mentioning before, we had the Luna attack. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's you've got to be clear on not only what it is you want to create, but who do you want to be? And Mm -hmm. how do you want to feel when you've reached that goal? If you're if you feel imposter syndrome, and you feel nervous, or you're feeling like you're always got to cross your T's, dot your I's, and you're worried about what other people think or that you're not enough or um, who am I to do this? Well, when you reach that vision or that goal, it's not going to be very much fun. So really embed that and incorporate that into your vision. How do I want to feel confident, alive, energized, fulfilled? Like this is fun. Like you don't need a vacation from your work, but you also want to, um, shift things in your physical surroundings that emulate that person you want to become. Because what you're doing is you're visiting that vision often of what you're achieving, who you get to be when you're there. How do you walk, talk, dress, act, hang out with? What are you reading? How do you um, face problems or challenges? Mm -hmm. You want to start incorporating some of those things little by little into your physical surroundings. So you know, what would I wear? Maybe have a piece or an article of clothing that reminds Mm -hmm. you and makes you feel like that powerful leader that Mm -hmm. you want to be, but you're doing little things with in your subconscious mind. So eventually that's who you become. It becomes second nature. That's amazing. I have a friend who works in tech and especially since the zoom culture started, um, he's kind of transitioned into, uh, he's, he's like, he wears these black zip ups every day, like all the way to the top. And I'm like, you didn't get that from Steve Jobs, did you? Because, you know, those were the black turtlenecks. And he's yeah. like, no, but he's like, I kind of like it. He's like, I, it just gives me this little feeling like I always feel put together. Even when I'm in my home office, I always, you know, there's a consistency to it. And, you know, in his business, you don't wear blazers and suits. Right. So he's like, right. he's like, yeah, I just love it. And I'm like, isn't that amazing how such a small change, like, you know, what you wear can influence how you feel and your confidence with your clients. Um, yeah. It's amazing. And and I think we're in a, a generation and a culture where while externals 
have always been important sometimes. So we have to give that a little credit. There's two different conversations here. There's one about not um, having externals be so obsessive that you always feel like you're falling short or that's all you can focus on. But there's also sort of, you know, I think uh, we're a generation that kind of has, you know, drops a bit of the old school, well, you have to look a certain way and wear a certain thing. Okay. But then who do you want to emulate? Who is the kind of person that has a look that you like? And that could be very put together or very not put together. But what is it you're going for? And how do you set that up for yourself so you can kind of step into the energy? For anyone who's ever been an artist or an actor, and I had actor training in my past as well, it's almost like stepping into the character. And the more you do it, the more natural it feels and the more confidence you start generating in those moments, in the present Mm -hmm. moment. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, you know, you've got to do the physical thing, but it's funny how that physical thing can manifest in in how you feel and then shift how you act. And then that elevates you to another level. So it's, you can change how you see yourself and you can do these little things that have a big impact. And then inevitably it's going to shift how everyone else sees you too. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, And I think I'm just so, I mean, I wish we had a full hour to talk about this because I think this is such, such an important topic and literally one of the biggest hangups that I see in clients daily. And obviously you, because you're you're teaching this. Um, So um, for anyone who wants to learn more about Laura and what she does, you can go to her website, which is stretchintosuccess.com. Uh, stretch into success.com Lauren Noel um, check out what she has available and the services she offers and never being afraid to take the next step and um, I don't know if I'm allowed to cheat here a little bit and and say that you're incredibly busy you're being incredibly successful and yet as a personal challenge you decided to go back and get your doctorate right now is that <laughs> yes what is happening? <laughs> uh, I ask myself that all the time. What am I doing? In fact, I have a call with my advisor after this and I had to do some self-reflection. I'm like, what? Am-? And I'm not taking just the normal amount of classes. I'm taking like most people take six credits. I'm taking nine. I can't just, <laughs> I can't just ease into it, but that's how I'm wired. And um, I I love it. I love what I'm learning, the neuroscience of leadership and Mm. um, team and and all of that. So it just, it fuels me. It's a passion. It's a desire of mine and it doesn't feel like work. That's amazing. Yeah. And a lot of work that doesn't feel like work. And I think that's a big part about success um, is uh, finding ways to be passionate about what you love. If you're in a job that isn't your first love, but it's your only choice at the moment, then finding ways to get passionate around it and to feel in your best self to kind of break that imposter syndrome. And then if you have opportunities in your life to make a shift, not be not be afraid to do it. Um, You being intentional about it. Um, I, I, in my work, I use a lot about being, you know, living strategically is a phrase my clients hear me use all the time. Doesn't yeah. mean you just quit your job and <laughs> go yeah. to sail around the world necessarily, <laughs> just total jump off. But it <laughs> is like live strategically. 
Um, find people who motivate you, motivate you, find stories that motivate you. Uh, my last week's episode was on mentorship. Seek out mentors that can support you and know what you're doing. Seek out people like Laura, who can, you know, has so much expertise around, you know, getting out of this, um, you know, this syndrome and moving forward into your best self and um, just really living the life you were intended to live. Um, so I'm just so thrilled about what you do. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. It's been such a Thank treat you. to have you here. We'll have to do this again because I just Absolutely. love your energy. You're so much fun. <laughs> Thank so, you. Yes. Well, awesome. Everybody, again, please check out Laura's website, stretchintosuccess.com. Um, as you know, you can also find more episodes of Scotland Talks on my website, um, and scotland.com as well as a host of other information and my new book live for joy and um please like and subscribe so that we can keep this content coming to you and um, you can see we've got some great new content coming up next week as well so thank you again so much laura i can't wait to learn more from you and um, just thanks for sharing your joy and energy with us today thank you